What's up, guys? Welcome to Kind of Funny Screencast. I'm Tim Geddes. This is the glue, Kevin Coelho. What's up, dude? We got the movie bros herself, Joey Noel. <laughs> One Plural and bros. singular. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Nick underscore Scarpino Hello. is joining us today. We got Barrett Courtney over there running the boards, feeling sexy, feeling fine. Yeah, tell. tight. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. You can watch this show live on twitch.tv slash games every week, or you can watch it later on youtube.com slash kindoffunny, roosterteeth.com, or listen to it by searching your favorite podcast service for Kind of Funny Screencast. It is the show on Kind of Funny where we get together to talk about movies, TV, and streaming services. Lots going on nowadays. Lots of delays, Nick. Lots mm. of changes afoot. Why? Because of the coronavirus. It's affecting Tim. everybody. It's and it, terrible. The worst it needs thing, to stop. Well, not the worst thing. There's there's a lot of really bad things about it. But a bad thing is that currently in San Francisco, and also, I guess, the world, it is like uh, the season of allergies, it's right? true. So all these motherfuckers out here are all like congested and shit. So it's like, great, we have a, a room full of people that are all feeling sniffy. Oh, yeah. Like, like there's at least five people in the studio right now that... We won't point, we won't we won't name names or point figures that are a little sniffly biffly. I mean, I don't yeah. know if they're sick, if they're allergic, or if we're all going to die of the coronavirus. Probably we'll find not. Out. Though. Probably one, not. One set of time. No time to that. die is what I'm saying. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, I guess I mean to make the obvious joke that you said 50 other people already made. I guess we do have time to die. We do have time until November. This, uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, James Bond has been delayed until November. Many many months. The second delay for this movie, um, but this one not due to the movie not being finished, <laughs> due to the coronavirus and a worry that not enough people are going to go to theaters to to watch, watch the movie. It, yeah. And uh, it didn't stop people from <laughs> from watching Onward yesterday. That's that true. Was packed. That is that is true. Was it? Yeah. There was there one. Was... I think there was like one seat next to me. That was it. I didn't really. The seats in front of us were, were empty, but that second row. So that second row. Sucks. Yeah, we were yeah. pretty. We were pretty pretty close. I didn't up realize there. I was sitting next to you until a good forty five minutes into the movie. <laughs> yeah, isn't that weird? And then I, I locked eyes with you to like to do like my creepy Nick look. Yeah. And then as 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 you kind of notice, you're like, Ugh. and then the guy right next to you was really freaked out by it because he locked he like I just saw the head. <laughs> he didn't know that we were together. Was, the guy was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's my. My friend, never mind. Never mind. Don't Forget worry it. about it. Forget Don't it. worry. We're halfway through. Did you, through did you, you know him. say that out loud? I just kind of mouthed it. I was like, and the guy was like, this is really creepy because now you're like <laughs> mouthing stuff to me. But yeah, James Bond has been delayed to November because of this. Uh, in review, the plan is it's not affected. That's obviously, we're not going to review No Time to Die until November, but we are going to do the rest of them starting next week on, you know. Interview here on youtube.com slash kind of funny starting with casino royale very excited about that other kind of updates i wanted to give about yeah. this stuff about the movie industry universal and disney have both come forward and been like yo I, we understand a lot of people are concerned about the delays as of now we are not delaying um either black widow or fast nine so those would be like kind of the next big ones that, that yeah. might get hit we're so close to mulan and i'm really interested in how that's going to go because especially with the 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 Chinese market over there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like this could be, Mulan is poised to be like a huge mega hit. Yeah. And it's like, oh man, this might really fuck that. I was reading I an article know. that they were they're predicting that it's going to be the biggest of 2020 so far. Yeah. This movie, Which know. granted not that impressive right, yeah, of a feat, yeah, yeah. but uh there's there's a lot going into that that if you like dig deeper in that article they're talking about how like uh, the first Mulan didn't really get a chance because like China banned it because of all the communism stuff that happened was happening around that time. Not because of that movie, but because of choices Disney made before it. So this was like going to be like the first time Mulan was going to be able to be uh, get a full proper push. And it's like oh shit, yeah. we'll see how that happens. But um, 
the one thing Disney did cancel was the Disney Plus event we were talking about last week. Yeah, for so the that's UK. pretty sad. Yeah, so the London launch event that we all expected was going to have some firm dates on uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier and all that stuff was supposed to be yesterday, uh, but it didn't happen. So we'll see why that information will come out later. I want to know. Yeah, but today we're talking about Onward, a movie we did see, a movie that did make it to theaters, Pixar's Onward. It's exciting stuff, guys. We're going to, of course, as always, start off spoiler-free, Yeah, and then eventually we'll hit them sweet, sweet spoilers. Nick, what did you think? Um, I, I mean, no surprise. I liked this movie a lot. Um, I, I was watching it. Maybe like the it's it's a little slow going at the beginning. I think for the first like twenty thirty minutes, I was like, I don't know about this one. Uh, but by the end of it, I mean, it's Pixar. It's it, they just know how to tell a really good story. And again, maybe I'm a little biased because it's a story about two brothers, uh, and that hits close to home with me. I love my brother. It made me call him last night on the way home. Uh, he did not answer, but <laughs> <laughs> he called me this morning, and we had a nice 45-minute long chat. Um, I thought it was stunning. I thought that there were parts of it that looked beautiful, and uh, I just it's a fun adventure story, and if you have kids, take them to it, um, and if not, just go see it. Joe? Um, I thought it was good. I didn't love it as much as it seemed like the rest of our crew did, well, and I wonder to. if it's because I don't have siblings, so it doesn't oh, yeah, like... Yeah resonate on the same level as it does for you guys um but it's still i mean it's pixar and it's everything that they do is i feel like significantly better than a lot of other animated movies though this one did feel the most like kid-ish one that i've seen lately Hmm. i don't know if that resonates with anybody else this one it's it's always interesting because obviously watching these movies as an adult it's it's difficult to put yourself in the mindset of whether like as of a child because there is Pixar always manages to infuse like really adult themes into these things, and it's it it, it always blows me away. Like the last one I watched was uh, Inside Out. Was that was the last one that mm-hmm. came out? Well, it was no. Coco. And yeah. Oh, Toy Coco Story and it's oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, but even, let's take Toy Story four for instance. Right, that one is another perfect example of like yeah, on the on the outside it's a kids movie, but really it's about moving on and it's about finding a new meaning in life and it's about it's about pushing forward a whole new era of your of your existence on this planet and that's like a he- that's heavy shit for you know a 10 year old or or below to deal with but pixar always manages in my book to strike that sweet spot of <coughs> making a movie that a kid is visually fun for a kid that has good moments like this one had the pixies and all that stuff which I could just imagine kids are gonna just love to death but then also like hitting really close to home and and causing me to have a little bit of a tear at the end of it and that is and it's 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 unbelievable that they can do that every single time. Mm-hmm. Like it's just it doesn't make any sense to me that they have storytellers that are that good that that spend that much time just making sure the script hits with all the emotional beats, getting the cast they want, having the comedic beats be where they are and just being inventive while still basically telling us kind of a story we we've seen a little bit before. I mean, this is kind of like a road a road trip story. Um, but they do it in such a fun way that you just buy about an hour into this. I'm like, I could watch these two guys do this forever. And, and, and it's not even the, the, the thing to me that I, that I found striking about it was that there's no, this is maybe a minor spoiler, but the, the plot of the movie is very, very simple. You know, it, it it's not about a world ending event. It, it reminded me a lot of Goonies where it's. If the kids don't reach the goal, it's not like the all of the world is going to end. It's just going to be sad. And you're, you're along for the ride because you kind of put yourself in their shoes of like, I would like to be a kid, you know, going to find this underground treasure too. I had that same feeling watching this where I was like, oh, man, this would be like – this reminds me when I used to go hang out with my brother. Like, we'd 
go smoke weed or, or you know, <laughs> drink drink booze, you know, like do shit we weren't supposed to yeah. do, but it was because yeah, yeah, yeah. we knew we were bonding and we were having fun. And we were on this little adventure in Riverside, California together. And Hell that's, yeah, that's kind of what this reminded me of. Like there's moments where they stop and they're like, oh, we have to like, like one of the things that one of the tropes they have to do is that the car runs out of gas. And they're like, we got to find a gas station. And they find a gas station. So they're never at like, they're never in like moral peril. But there is there is such an emotional center to this that you want to see them succeed still, and I think that's that's part of the fun of this is they're like they're having this adventure, but in this like real life setting. But it's also this fantastical adventure. But then it's also backed up by the fact that they are fantastical creatures, and I think it's really really cool. You know who will never run out of gas? Hmm. Kind of funny. Thanks to your support over at Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny. That's right. You can go there. You can get the show ad free, or you could be a Patreon producer, just like Mohammed Mohammed, Justin Toft, Das Bear Jew, Blackjack, and Jarrett Brown did. Kevin, what did you think? I loved it. Yeah, from like the, I thought the comedy was so good from the beginning. Just throughout the whole movie, I was enjoying it. I thought that uh, Tom Holland and Chris Pratt did such a good job. Uh, as voice actors in it, and um, I just enjoyed it throughout. But I feel like this is the first Pixar movie where I was like, huh, like this is aimed, like the whole story of it, like is is more towards my life than any other Pixar movie, you know, that has come out where it's like it's about a father that had passed away and like these two brothers and their relationship. And it's one of those things where it's like, this is the first time in theaters where I was like fighting back tears by the end of it. Like, oh, yeah. Or it was like, holy shit, this hit me really hard. Yeah. Really hard. And I, I I thought it was a fantastic movie. The way that they blended the comedy with the serious stuff. Uh, it was uh, really, really well done. It's it's funny you get, like you were saying that you felt like it, this was more kiddie. Because like, I felt like the, the comedy, I guess this is also like, because my brother is so into magic, like all like a bunch magic of the, the stuff. Gathering. Magic the <laughs> Gathering. That's right. Not, not, not magician <laughs> not, shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's one of those things where, like, all the jokes they were making really resonated with, like, stuff that he's told me through time. And well, there's just, a ton of references that are, are actually to Magic the Gathering, right. Wizard of Oz, like, a, a ton of different, like, things that they were, like, mentioning and calling out. It's like, that's mm. pretty cool. Yeah, and it just, like, all of the comedy really hit with me. It, this is, I think this is going to be really high on, like, my Pixar list movies. Because it just, throughout the whole movie, I was laughing my ass off. It was one of those times where I was sitting next to Paula and she was definitely looking at me like, you're laughing too loud. <laughs> it's like, I can't help it. My favorite thing was yeah. every time I would see something happen and I'm like, where's the Nick laugh? There's the Nick laugh. <laughs> There's about five Nick moments it's in this It's the fucking unicorns, just, man. Every just, time the unicorns happen, I was like, so God, these unicorns are so, so good. Yeah. I, I it's thought, a dumb, obvious joke. But I, I thought this movie was great. I don't think that it's top tier Pixar, but Pixar, it's kind of like MCU at this point where yeah. it's like, we're, we're talking about quality levels that are so high. Um, as a movie, I was super impressed. I think that this kind of flips the script on traditional Pixar things where we've kind of, they, there's going to be the emotional beats, but this one had that build where I'm with you, where it was like the first 30 minutes, I was like, I, was like, I don't know. This is fine. Like, yeah. I, I'm never going to think about this movie again. And then at the end, it's like, wow, they really did a good job slowly building little elements that paid off at the end. And uh, in terms of just Pixar pushing themselves, like, you know, they they have the story. We know that they're going to have the story. We know they're going to have the characters. But there's, like, elements that are something I'm always looking at where I'm like, all right, we're, we have these, like, triple-A voice actors at this point. 
how is that going to affect what this Pixar movie can be? Because is it going to distract me that it's Spider-Man and Star-Lord mm-hmm. hanging out? And it doesn't. Nope. At no mm-hmm. point. They just they just felt natural and they felt right, which I think is, uh, Elaine, right? is, is really impressive there. Was the that who the mom was? Julia. Julia yeah. Yeah. Is that the mom? That was the mom? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. I was trying to, I was trying to figure out who that was. was. But I, I do this thing with, with movies where I'm like, when I'm really enjoying this and it's an animated movie, I'll, I'll allow myself for one second to try to figure out who everyone is, and then I go, nope, forget just about stop, it. Just watch yeah. it. Just forget yeah. about it. I have no idea who the uh, the centaur guy was either. Yeah, I don't know. But Mel Rodriguez? Can you click on it? But I, I really enjoyed the oh uh, animation Octavia and the, the just so the picture funny. quality itself was on another level, man. Like Pixar's really, really, really outdoing it's, uh, themselves. It's, we talked about this a little bit with Toy Story 4, but it's almost... Too real. The opening like, scene in Toy Story Four, where with the with just the, the drain rain, and the, rain, the yeah. rain and stuff, was so real looking, and like, but it it's not real looking that when you see the rest of it, you're like, oh, this doesn't add up. Somehow they make this world work where there's I, these like Pixar. The characters look like Pixar characters. Sure, they're trolls. Sure, they're whatever, but they're still Pixar characters. I do but think when the cars are driving around in the streets, or whenever there's a wide shot of them in cities, it looks like it's photorealistic, it's and that free, blends it's so weird. nicely. I do think there was a step down in quality when comparing it to Toy Story Four. I think. That looked a lot prettier. I think you're yeah. insane, man. I, th- uh, well, like I just this... think that the textures, like when you look at the toys in Toy Story 4, like the textures look almost real with a slight, like, cartoonish tinge to them, where this looked to me more of an animated movie. See, I think that's just because we're talking about toys that actually have fabric and stuff yeah, on them, whereas yeah. this is like but like characters these people have skin and fur and but all this stuff, and I feel like they like you didn't see that detail in fur that well, we've seen before in um, Monsters Inc. or Monsters University. I think we saw much much more impressive versions of the fur and hair you, and stuff. You and, but to, it's really like looking at the shirts and seeing the fuzz and mm-hmm. all the stuff. It's like it's the little details that I'm like, Jesus, fuck, this is like. I mean, the hair alone, the hair was amazing in this. Mm-hmm. You have to imagine though, they have they actually have to sit there now. And probably have a meeting about how far to push the visuals. Because I have to imagine they're like, we could actually make this photorealistic if we wanted to. But that would be really uncanny valley. So yeah. I wonder how they, I wonder what their approach is to striking that balance of like, there are moments when he's in the room that it looks like a like a live action movie. And then you get moments where it's like, oh, okay, well, like when we're in the tavern and stuff like that, it's much more cartoonish. Which... You have to have, right? Because if you don't have that balance, then you start going, what that way? Well, your brain starts getting tripped out. Like when he's putting on the um, the very, it's like the very first scene, so I'm not spoiling anything, but he's like putting on the sweatshirt and you're seeing the dust particles yeah. in the air. I'm like, you're, it's almost to a point where this looks like it, you're, you're trying to make this photorealistic, which I'm like, you don't need. It's kind of counterproductive for the for the actual fact that it's an animated movie. But like, dude, some of the stuff, like the, the flooring textures and all that stuff, I'm like, this is... They're too good now at this point. Like, back it off a little bit. Let the competition catch up a little. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I love like, it. Slow, it's, it's like, not to, not to make the obvious joke, but, you know, it's like uh, when Dash is running, they're like, no, 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 slow down, slow down. And, like, and, he, and, and he gets, like, second place, like, second place. Like, yeah, it's like second place. That's kind of where Pixar is at right now in my brain. <laughs> love it. Yeah, I love it, man. Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel that the difference between this movie and uh, a lot of the Pixar movies we've seen in recent times, like going back to what you were talking about, the, the mm-hmm. kitty, or you were talking about the kitty thing, like I feel like uh, Inside Out was a lot more kitty than this one. It yeah. dealt with like real, real deep shit, but I, I don't think it ever hit on that. Like well, it I didn't think... go deep enough for me for it to be like, this is hitting on an adult level like, I mean, all the I way. I think a lot of the comedy that they did in Inside Out was a little bit. Dumbed down seems like an offensive term, but like I don't mean it to be. You know, it's where it was like it's made for a younger audience with the um, 
like the the idea behind it is more adult. So I think that's more complex. Them. I think that's what, that's it what I'm is. saying. Yeah, it's like dealing with complex things. They had to kind of like meet in the yep, middle somewhere the middle, with exactly. the, yeah, the no. comedy stuff. Whereas like with this one, I kind of feel like the story is like pretty straightforward. Well, yeah. I mean, Inside Out was uh, largely about depression, right? It was about like what happens when 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 people go but through like the, handling, handling, learning to deal with your feelings. Right, is what it was about, and that's that's deep. That's that's super mm-hmm. deep, and the way they handle that, like, and ha- and made that accessible to kids of all ages is unbelievably impressive. This, I think, was a little less. I mean, it was still, you know, you're dealing with loss, you're dealing with loss of a father and growing up without a father, but that I think is a little bit easier for kids to wrap their heads around, I would imagine. But still, again, it's like I always come back to like some of the greatest animation is always that nice balance of. Hey, those kids love it because there's lots of stuff, lots of meat on the bone for them. But then, as an adult, I'm sitting there going, like, I mean, I literally left, and the first thought was, I got to call my brother. Like, I'm a bad brother. I got to call my brother. <laughs> and that's like totally. I mean, I'm, you know, that's such an amazing thing they can do. I just, I'm, I'm always blown away by. It. And I was actually not even wanting to watch that movie last night. I'm like, I'm tired. There's people are getting sick all over the place. This is the last thing I want to do. And an hour in, I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Like they're so good at it. This is yet another piece of evidence for me that like Pixar trailers just don't do it for me because it's like it's yeah. not enough time to like give a shit or care or understand oh, what the, trailer what the like was... resonance is going to be. Yeah. But then I watch this and I'm like, I fucking love it. There you go. Soul, same thing. Look at that trailer that played yeah. before this. I was kind of like, yeah. I could not give a fuck less. That movie's going to be great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know? feel like Soul looks way better than Onward looks. Like In the, trailers? The, yeah. The trailers where we're seeing uh, like the dude before he dies looks like that like that's where it's like I, I guess there are a lot of wide shots, so we're seeing a lot of those bigger shots that are very complex and have a lot of going on. But I feel like that movie has the animation's going to look prettier than than Onward. Oh, I I am shocked that you don't think Onward's as impressive. I, I just as think it is. I, I just think that compared to Toy Story Four was which is the last movie, like that movie seems like they put a lot more time and effort getting those yeah, wow. textures like so like realistic. Yeah. You're watching this whole trailer. Yeah, right look now. at that. Like that looks. I can put it. Give it to. Him. I mean, it's all. They're at the height of their game right now. And again, this is like this to me looks. I mean, they're just at the height of the the newest release, man. You know, what I mean, yeah, the Pixar cool. keeps pushing it, and it's great. It, interestingly enough, I also feel like DreamWorks does a really good job pushing the, What's the last level animation movie that came out. Uh, the thing is, like, How to Train a Dragon Three CG animation at this point is kind of like hit finally hitting a point where people are other studios are taking chances and doing different styles and stuff. We saw it with Spider Verse. You see, like, with a lot That's of those, so cool. like, like the even the, the Peanuts movie, like the Charlie's Charlie Brown movie. Sure. It's like it has a unique look to it, and like, like the SpongeBob movie that's coming too. out now, right? It's like mm-hmm. at least, and yeah, like is always doing crazy stuff. But it's like I like seeing people be like, all right, let's let's not all just try to look exactly like uh, Pixar movies because that's not where they're going to succeed. Because Pixar has this shit down to it, mm-hmm. science, you know. But it it is weird that we're getting so many Pixar movies like back to back to back. Like it feels like because of whatever delays that were going on. But like mm-hmm. having Toy Story four and this both in this year, and we're getting Soul like next year. Like they're already promoting it. It's like it does feel a little bit overwhelming. I like it. Yeah, yeah, I'm all in. I, it's Pixar is cool. Like I, I remember the the previous time we got multiple Pixar movies in one year was The Good Dinosaur. Yeah, and I was not a fan of The Good Dinosaur. Although God, the water looked good in that. <laughs> Few people were a yeah. big fan of that one. You see it, Nick? I know I never caught Good it. Dinosaur. I never did either. Yeah, it's not. No, thing. and it's interesting too because like I mean obviously I'm not the target demographic for this, but I don't. I haven't seen a ton of promotion for Onward, and I, I mean I'm sure they're pushing it in different venues like 
Disney Channel. Kids, Disney Channel, <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I'm sure you're you're seeing probably promo and stuff on Disney Plus, but like. It's just one of those things. Like I would, if if you guys had, if we weren't doing this review, I totally would have. This would have come and gone for me. I probably would have wouldn't have watched it till it hit Netflix, and that's sad because I think seeing this movie on the big screen is it doesn't make all the difference. It's going to be a good movie whether you're watching it on your phone or on on the big screen. But like the the level of artistry that goes into some of this stuff is just so freaking impressive to see on a giant screen. Yeah, and that sound was amazing as well. It was that R- really great sound. We watched it. It was the best. As always. Yeah. Um, you guys ready to get into a little spoiler talk? Sure. Uh, before we do that, do you guys want to talk about what happened right before the movie? Oh, uh, yeah. That's a good call. Yeah, so right before the movie happened, we had a Simpsons short. Oh, it I thought you were going to talk about how G and I waited for hot dogs for 45 minutes. Oh, and man, that was really disappointing. And then G and I bonded. I was like, we, I'm like, you're curmudgeon just like me when it comes to this <laughs> stuff. And she was like, yes. And it was great. I heard your woman Jesus. use the term... What's the time frame on this? Oh yeah, in very regards, seriously. It, to a sixteen-year-old across motion, but it was almost there. <laughs> the, she was like, "You told me the hot dogs would be ready in twenty minutes. Yeah. I came back in twenty minutes, and the girl was like, i 'I'm sorry, man, I don't know what to tell you.'" And Gia goes, "Okay, so what's the time frame then? Yeah, what are we talking?" And here? the woman said, "Well, the context, I don't know. The context of this was we went and we bought two hot dogs <laughs> and uh, icy for her. Yeah, and then they're like, they went and they're like, oh, sorry, we don't have the hot dogs. We have to refund you.'" So we had to like do a whole process to get a refund. It was just like, all right, but wait, we were totally cool about it. And so they're like, funny. What, are there going to be hot dogs? Like, yes. How long? Ten minutes. I'm like, all right, cool. cool. And we go into the theater, they and I, on the theater screen, a thing pops up that's like, you can order food straight to your seat. Go for it. Just use that. But I was like, fuck it, we're gonna do it. Ten minutes have passed, and I pull it up, go through the whole order process, and then it just goes, sorry, can't do this right now. I was like, oh. just bring it to me when it's ready. So then, then Gia went out, and that's when she saw you. And they, and they were literally sizzling on a little rotator. She's like, they're not ready yet. I'm like, first off, how do you know that? Second off, and Kevin and I both confirmed, hot dogs don't really need to be cooked. They're just they're by the time I get it to the thing, it's going to be cold anyway. These things go cold in five also, seconds. So they have just a microwave. They have a the microwave thing. right there. I never got the hot dog. I love the hot dogs. That's a uh, spoilers on that one. That's fair. But yeah, so we saw a, a shit ton what of was, trailers. What was the Simpsons? Before the Simpsons, thing, do you guys want to talk oh, about any of those that? trailers? I didn't, I didn't watch any of the trailers. Because we were I waiting for in. hot dogs oh. outside. I walked yeah. in. I, I caught the last trailer and then the Simpsons thing. Watching kids' movies is always interesting. I forget about it every time You just go. see like a different, vast array of uh, different experiences. Artemis Fowl 19. I saw, so I saw, I saw a little Fowl. bit of Which Artemis Which honestly looks time. pretty cool. Right? No, dude. They Hard ruined pass. that book. Really? <laughs> I don't know they, the book. It's like if they it's adapted Harry Potter and like Harry's parents were still alive. And the Dursleys were like really cool. That's how fucked up. Like, I don't like they, that. They heard the premise of Artemis Fowl, but then didn't read the book. That's like how different yeah, and cool. weird. Like, they have fucked up Artemis Fowl. They've been Fowl. working on this for so long. I know. It's and like it's fucking black, wild that they changed kids. so much. I'm, I'm not happy. It's not cool. <laughs> yeah, obviously, I'm not the target demographic. I never read the book, but I, that trailer didn't do it for me. What did you like about it? Uh, what's his name? The dad guy. His name? Oh, yeah. I wanted to call oh. him. Mm. I just really like him. He was really good in The Gentleman. Mm-hmm. He was and I was really like, good in the oh, I, I kind of like this. In you this really should. Yeah, I'll see oh, it, I'll it's see so good. Is it good? It's so good. It's Guy Ritchie back in like yeah. Guy Ritchie Super Prime. Like coming back to Guy Ritchie. Like Snatch. 1.0. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. With Matthew McConaughey. Also, yeah. can we talk about that after the Trolls World Tour uh, trailer? Blessing was like, I'm so excited. He's still <laughs> excited after that. See it again. I missed. I largely missed all of these. I came at the tail end of the Artemis Fowl trailer, and then I think there was a couple more. I think the Soul trailer happened when it came. I went to go 
wash my hands and go to the bathroom so I can come back and eat my chicken tenders. That's right. I'm fucking eating chicken tenders like a peasant. Because I wanted those hot goddamn dog. hot dogs. Yeah. They wouldn't give they just wouldn't give them to me. Chicken tenders are the peasant option, not the hot dog. The hot dog is it's salty classy. goodness, mm-hmm. Joe. Okay. It is a guilty pleasure and I love it. It's They're always dog. terrible. The bread's always terrible. But hot dogs are definitely top tier movie food. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like you it's, see me eating a hot dog. Hot dogs get, and I'm then right get above my that, fucking Bugatti afterward. Exactly. Where do you put the nachos? Nachos are never no, in movies. Nachos, are, nachos, nachos are low because you don't want to no, be dipping stuff three. in the dark. It's scary. It's scary. You get a trail of cheese all the way up to your forehead. <laughs> uh, there was the, also a SpongeBob trailer for. Was there Sponge on the Run? Is that what it's called? I forget. So I mean, you being our, our SpongeBob guy. <laughs> yeah, I like I like the animation. I, I think like the way that they're adapting it from like, at least from the parts of the show that I watched, like, back in when the show was starting. Like, I haven't watched the show regularly since 2004, still maybe. Still going on? Oh, yeah. It's somehow still a show. Really? Um, and, like, the way they translated, like, the animation style of, like, that classic 2D SpongeBob animation humor to this, like, 3D animated stuff, I really enjoy. The one weird thing, though, is, like, the whole premise is he's searching for Gary, and that's just, like, the premise of an episode that came out, like, 16 years ago. And it's like, oh. So we're just we're doing this episode. The thing that's weird to me about the SpongeBob movie franchise is there's been like a bunch of them, at and they this point. like are are always touted as like the first movie, it's and, really and it's like different art styles for every single one. And yeah. I'll say every art style they've shown has been super impressive. Like yeah. this looks fantastic. Looks yeah, cool. it does. But the last one they did was like SpongeBob in real life, and even that one looked unnecessarily good. Yeah, even though that I think. I never saw that movie, but it looks really bad. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the f- shout out to the first SpongeBob movie, the actual first movie, because that was a good movie, and that was the last time SpongeBob was good. Then so there was Trolls. Didn't like that at all. That's not true. And I don't say at all, but it's gonna be a greatest hits like musical tour. I don't know if it is. That's my my worry is that really? like I feel like I, I hope that there's a lot more than what the trailer showed. Are you and my worry, see it? No. <laughs> okay. Are you sure? But if it if it ended up being that thing, <laughs> what if Gary wants to go see it? No, we can all dress up. What, what, what if what if blessing all... is like Tim? I really want to go see it, and nobody else will see it with me. I'd see and it I... with bless. Okay, like bless and Gary. Bless gets that. And then we no, do a... no Gary, no Gary. I'm trying to think of what we could do with screencast and the name. No, trolls. No, yeah. trolls. It's not screencast work. world tour and get the McElroy brothers out here, who are starring in that movie. What a fucking weird world we live in. But then, yeah, Simpsons uh, short. How well, did this happen? Make it, I mean, hey. like So normally well, Pixar movies own... have Pixar shorts, right? right? Mm-hmm. For Coco, they had that Frozen thing. I'm like, well, fuck it. We have Simpsons now. We own the Simpsons Let's make now, a fun right? little Maggie short. Dude, it was great. I loved it. It was so funny. It was, I liked it. It was really I good. any touchstone to the Simpsons and never watched it. I was oh. like, oh, this is like kind of endearing, which is weird. I, I feel like this is made for you specifically. Because mm. like, this has to be to be like to tell audiences, hey, we have 27 seasons of this on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. You should watch it. Maybe it's family friendly. Maybe it's not. It's definitely not. <laughs> I know. But they made it seem that way. God bless the they Simpsons. They did. Except for the panty scene, which I thought was a little disturbing. Yeah, the, you know what? This was not family friendly at all. There was definitely allusions to alcohol. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was I, weird. When she I thought it was chugging good, the milk. I was telling Kevin uh, before the show. I thought it was a good balance between Simpsons humor and like Steamboat Willie short humor. Yeah, and I thought that was like impressive for how I've personally felt about the Simpsons for a very long time, and for them to like bring it under Disney in a short before a Pixar movie and be like, oh, this was actually quite enjoyable. 
So it ending up. with the little the Gracie films thing, but with Mickey in the audience, I was like, "This is something I never thought we'd see." <laughs> oh I'm my god, for, that, uh, that broke my brain. I was like, "Why is Mickey in the fucking audience?" <laughs> I didn't I didn't put two and two together that that Fox is now owned by Disney. Yeah, that's crazy. But like, even when it started, and it showed the Mickey thing, and it turned into uh, Homer and Two Donuts. It was like, "Oh, what is happening? What yeah. is this? What world?" I like it. I, like, I hope no, they I like do more cool, cool things yeah. like that. Like, I wonder if they'll ever remember when they used to do that. No, no, they didn't. Forget. I was about to say the one shot stuff for MCU, but they they never actually did that. They were, they were just going to, but they should. Yeah, MCU they really should can. have little shorts before the movies themselves. I'd be I'd fucking be super it. into like, it. A little Spider Man short. Yeah, I mean, the shit. Well, the just even, go back even to if the, it was animated. Like, yeah. but just, just go back to like the early '90s style Spider Man and just oh, redo man. one of those. That'd be dope. That would be really cool. All right, let's get into some spoiler talk about Onward. We're in spoiler territory, right? We are now in full spoiler Spoilers. territory. I was so not looking forward to the movie, obviously. I'm like, I'm tired on or whatever. The trailers didn't really sell it for me. The first five minutes and how they explain that magic has gone away, I thought was fucking genius. It's really cool. The fact that they were just like, magic's really hard, but you know it's not hard? Someone invented electricity. The guy's like, oh, this is way easier. And they're like, oh, we don't want to fly anymore because our wings hurt. Oh, we got a plane now. I was like, that's genius. Yeah. yeah. It's, I'm like, that's it amazing. It sold the premise very, 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 very well. well for me. Uh, and then, of course, you know, the, you see the kid muddle around. You're seeing some of the story beats what you've seen before, right? He's a dork. He doesn't understand how to talk to people. He doesn't have a very good, you know, be, he didn't have a dad growing up, so he didn't have a good, strong male role model or whatever. So he can't figure out how to talk to the other dorks at school. I was like, okay, I'm getting kind of bored. And then I was like, the Chris Pratt character, I'm like, this is kind of an annoying character. I wish this oh. was a friend. I don't know why they made it the brother character. I loved it from the beginning. I was like, it's really? kind of weird. I didn't. I didn't. I was like, it's weird that he's the older brother, but he's into the nerdy shit. You don't normally see that. Normally, the older brother's like a little bit more responsible, and the younger kids into the nerdy shit. This was kind of a role reversal there. It's kind of throwing me off a little bit. The mom was really, really nice. I'm like, ah, this is like, okay, this kid doesn't really have that many problems with his life, other than he can't get people to come over his birthday party. But it also seems like the other dorks, the school would have totally come over his birthday party. So I'm like, what's what's the problem here? What's happening here? And then the stick comes out, and I was like, okay, I'm kind of mildly into this. It wasn't until they went, they started going on the adventure that I was like, this is starting to work for me. I probably when they got to the Magic Tavern, where or the the, mm-hmm. the tavern where they reached the Manicore, the Manicore who tavern. Was Octavia Spencer is that who yeah. that is? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay, this is starting. To, this is starting to work for me here. Um, and then I started seeing sort of like the what I would. Magic is really the craft of like of of the Pixar folks, which is really that like laying that strong foundation in the story to have those beats pay off later. Because when he starts doing the magic, I was like, I think I see where this is going. And then when he gets to the part at the end where he goes, No, you're gonna go talk to dad. I'm Dude. gonna I'm gonna go take care of this dragon oh and he uses God. every skill that he's learned. I was like it's the final boss of video games. The it's moment so when he well has done. the list, so and he's well like, done. Checking out the list. Oh, I was I was just yeah. like saw this coming. And they check, they check. I'm like, yeah, totally saw it coming. Oh, we're getting the flashbacks. Cool. He gets like the third check, and I'm like, why? Why am I feeling this right now? <laughs> I, I saw so it. Oh hard, my god. Yeah. And then the fourth, you're like, fucking fuck, man. Like yeah. they just get you, and it's like you know that it's good when it's like it doesn't need to catch you off guard to get you. It's like yeah. even when you see it coming, you yeah. still get freaking hit by it. Like that's some Pixar magic. Yeah. Well, I mean that the last beat of that where he's like, no, you, you're gonna go talk to dad because you're gonna get to say goodbye. What a moment. Oh like, my god. So god, good. I got chills right now. Yeah. Jesus, yeah. but also I love that the the spells that he learns as it goes through. I don't like fantasy stuff. I don't like magic like that. It's just yeah. it's not interesting to me. So seeing these characters do it throughout, I was like, I don't I don't care about this. But 
they totally pushed through. And at some point, like as he's learning spells, I was like, oh, I'm super into this. Like him walking across the, the that thing shit was and, like, losing the rope. It's like that was super they intense. Did some oh, cool so stuff cool. with it, this that I, built on itself. Well, that's the character animation of the brother where it would punch him, and he kind of starts crying, and he's so scared that yeah. at any moment his brother could fall and die. It's dope. And it's just like it hits you, and it makes it so tense. But the the buildup of him like go see the dad and then when the dragon forms and it's a stone dragon built from a bunch of stuff and that freaking face pops off. That's it, so good. Such a great use of comedy, but it's still scary in the yeah, scene. So scary. Yeah, and it's a cool fight scene, but it builds into the story. It's like that. It, everything came together in that moment. Yeah. So great because when he's using all the different spells and like he's like Doctor Strange portal yeah, stepping on yeah. on the air and stuff and like it's like this is how did this build this well like. I wish I could go back in time to talk to myself 20 minutes in this movie and be like, where do you think this is going? Because it's about to fucking really add up. I wouldn't have believed it. But, you know, but I think you nailed it, right? It's like there a lot of these beats you you do see coming. I, the second they started learning magic, I was like, okay, this is going to play into like when they talked about the curse. I was like, okay, he's going to have to use he's going to have to at least figure out how to use the lightning spell to like beat the final thing or overcome the final thing. I knew it was going to happen. I knew all this was going to happen. The way it played out was almost I could have probably sat and written how it was going to play out, and it still fucking hit. It was still well done. I thought there were two moments. The, the, the like One that I didn't see coming and one that I was like, oh, this is definitely going to happen, and it was satisfying when it did. When he got the splinter in yeah. his hand, and like they had just said, like, oh, like every fiber has, has magic. I was like, oh, he's going to get the splinter and be able to use that to like save the day. And then the moment I didn't see coming – was uh, Guinevere getting destroyed? Oh, and yeah. oh my God, the was... way the way that was like animated mm-hmm. was so perfect. With the tickets, the tickets, the <laughs> light on the uh, the painting like mm-hmm. shining, and the way like the even him that... putting the stone there was just like oh no, oh no. But, I mean, they literally the older brother's van. There's a moment where they sacrifice the van, and it is his the, best the friend. Only... The only thing that, that the older brother was excited to talk to the dad about was, was the van. The van. So like that was his up. big accomplishment. But when this motherfucking van, the back wheels like pop and it starts, it starts galloping. galloping like oh a horse. It was well done. It was fucking so epic, man. Yeah. Like they th- that was a get hype moment for sure. And this movie had like three get hype moments, which is like I didn't expect that from this. But yeah. I also really enjoyed the Manticore just throughout. Like yeah. her going from like, hey man. That was me a long time ago. Like you get sued for that shit now. I'm just, I'm right. just trying to I manage got shareholders. This shit. Yeah. yeah, I got people like that. And to go from they're pulling up to it and it's all dark and creepy, and then you open it and you realize they've turned it into yeah, Chuck Cheese. Yeah, TJF. Yeah, Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. So good because you can totally like. I feel like that fits so well in the world of like how they addressed magic and technology and like just mm-hmm. the evolution of everything. Real good. Yeah. Um, I also liked her being like the the. Kind of handling the fight from the, that last fight at the end, I thought was so well done. Where it had levels to it, where it's like, oh, the Manticore is fighting. Oh, the Manticore is winning, and it looks like it's gonna be over. No, now the mom's coming in to save the day, and then it's like, no, now this uh, the, the the main character is coming in. I thought that was so so much fun. Yeah, it was really dope. Any other closing thoughts on on onward? No, I mean no. I mean I think it's it's just one of those. Go see it. Absolutely, go see it. Why not? Absolutely, Kevin. Do you want to pull up your the questions you have? On yeah, that? yeah, yeah. Uh, it was just sorry. I I did have a long, uh, onward or last thought on onward. Where it was just like I I've never had this experience before. Where like the Pixar movie was made in in kind of like my life experience, and mm. like damn, that wasn't it wasn't like 
shocking and kind of incredible to like see stuff on there that it's like fuck I can really relate to some of these things it's just an interesting experience and I'm very much thinking of taking my little brother it actually is so it gets so intense that it's like I don't know if I want to have that moment yeah. with him in there where we're sitting there and there's the montage and it's like that I I'm curious to see how that all goes what also bothers me that Tom Holland's character looks exactly like yeah. your little brother yeah, to does. a point that's distracting. Yeah. But to be fair, Kevin looks a lot like the Minotaur, so or the Centaur. Okay, hold on. Before we move on, if we're talking spoilers, there were two, there were multiple moments in this that I laughed out loud. Every time they fucking cut to the trash panda uh, Unicorn. unicorns, <laughs> it's a du- it's the dumbest joke, <laughs> and it got me it's every so time. Good. When they go into the cave and they flash light, and they're like, <laughs> and they just run around I'm like. God, that's so funny. The fact that these myth- mythical creatures that are like, so supposed majestic. to be like the height of the majestic magic are just these fucking raccoons like sorting through people's trash. Hilarious. But when he goes out, when he walks out and he takes his hat off and he, and the, and he, and he just lets his hair you know, flow into Col- the wind, I was like, that Col- is Kevin right? Coelho yeah. right it was there. beautiful. And I, I laughed so hard. And you knew why I was laughing because you're like, Nick thinks that's Kevin. Everyone, like, yeah, when that scene happened, know. I was like, all right, great. I talked to Nick about this. <laughs> yeah. No, but what I love about it is like, it's an, that is another example of a perfect Pixar scene where it's like, this scene is funny because it's being shown in a funny way and he's doing a funny thing. But it's also a character that they built up well in this movie mm-hmm. where it's like, you get his perspective and it builds into the whole story of like, he's running now. He's not using his, his car. P- police car. And it's just like, how the fuck did this work on every level? And by the way, he's the antagonist of the film, which is interesting. And that's another, that speaks another one, a, a bit to the strength of the film. Like, he's one of the guys trying to stop the, the characters from achieving their goal. But you empathize with him because uh, he's just trying to protect his girlfriend's kids. He wants, he's trying, you, like, he's one of the guys that you actually, like, you feel for because he's just trying to figure out how to be the stepdad, I guess. And he's a good dude. And he's just trying to keep these kids out of moral peril. But, like, you also want them to get away from him. And that, that scene where he, like, has to climb over the rocks. He's like, what the hell are these kids doing? And, like, oh, this is great. Here's something that blows my mind. We just spent 37 minutes talking about this movie. And <laughs> somehow, somehow this movie worked well enough that we just spent 37 minutes talking. We haven't mentioned the fact that one of the main characters of this movie that is seen for... Half the movie is a pair of pants. pants. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Like seriously, I think that like, I, and the Pixar was... took this as a challenge where they're just like, "Yo, we we could make anything. We made toys characters. We made monsters characters. We could do what? We made emotions about, characters. Yeah, we made emotions. What about pants? Can we do that?" They fucking did, they did it. Do no, you think I they're going to sell a little toy that's action figure on the bottom and just stuffed little guy on the top? Yes, Disney will do it all. Yeah. I challenge anyone to go as that for Halloween. Just try to figure out how to go as just pants for Halloween. <laughs> I don't think that that's physically possible. Well, you can figure it out. Big you figured out how to disappear on camera. I did. Right. <laughs> yeah. I would definitely mind. disappear on with just be pants on, on camera. Yeah, I can figure that out for sure. Well, believe it when I don't see it. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... When they first showed the pants, even in the trailer, I was like, how long could they keep that up in the movie? Yeah. Like, they keep it up the entire time, and it never gets old. Like, Not only does it not get old, so it weird. plays into them, like, beating the final challenge. Yeah. It's so We're weird, like, right? okay, that was genius. Also, shout out to the uh, the giant Cheeto. Now, here's my God. question. If, you, if the magic goes bad, the spell wears off. But if the magic, if you do the magic correctly, it, the, the enlargement spell just sticks around, right? Because he doesn't have to enlarge that stick every single time, right? Yeah, that's right. Okay. I think, yeah. As long as he casts the spell correctly. It just stays. Yeah. Okay. Because I was like, does he have to fucking keep the splinter in his hand so he doesn't lose it? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. 
Was it about, about pants? No, I think it was. No, nah, I can't remember. It doesn't matter. Mm. Yeah, good movie. Really good enjoyed movie. it. Go uh, watch it. Yeah. Bring your friends. Maybe don't bring your family unless you're prepared to get real emotional with real them. Real emotional. Uh, before you bring in any of that, do you guys want to talk about anything you've been watching? Uh, I watched Lock and Key. I didn't finish it, but that's because it's not good. Oh, yeah, it's really sad. I watched yeah. the first episode. I was like, "Well, I don't like this kid." Yeah, and it's not the kid's fault. It's just it, it will I just don't like it's the just story. Super unfortunate because Lock and Key is possibly my favorite comic book. Shout out to Jay Fitz for bringing that to my attention. But it's like I enjoyed it so much. I have the deluxe like hard cover editions and like I have been going back through them and uh they make so many changes to the story where it's like why would why would you make changes like the way that it like it goes in the book is so good but you guys have altered a whole bunch of stuff and it's just like you guys don't understand the characters and what their problems were you're just kind of like oh the mom kind of develops a drinking problem well let's do that and and it's just like no that's not like that was her dealing with the the death of her husband and it, it just it's it's such a disappointment because mm. the aesthetics are there and the the way they use a bunch of the keys are like it's so cool and well done but it's just like the story seems way more hollow and it's just devastating yeah damn devastating yeah. De- well, De- I love devastating. this this uh this this franchise not franchise this IP uh, IP yeah I watched the first two episodes of Dave. Oh, oh, I got a notification that it came out. How is it? Oh, it's fantastic. I gotta watch it. It's exactly, exactly what that trailer looks like. Mm -hmm. But man, the cameos, oh, they go there. They just fucking do it. I love that Andrew Santino's in it as like a main character. They, they, the the cast of characters so far is awesome, and the way that they use cameos is sparing and effective. And it's just one of those things where I'm like. Damn, you're living your best life, little Dicky. You do you. I can't wait for the next episodes. Keep it up, baby. Let's go. I watched uh, Zombieland Double Tap. Oh, oh all right. I, had, uh, I was like, oh, I forgot this was available, and I rented it, and I fucking loved it. That that series is so fun. It's very and good. So, like, it's, and it's largely based off of the strength of the actors. You got Woody Harrelson. You got uh, Emma Stone. They're great. Rosario Dawson joins the cast in this. At one point, this is a spoiler for it, but it's in the trailer, uh, Luke Wilson and uh, the guy from Silicon Valley come in and they play doppelgangers. It's so <laughs> good. Woody Harrelson. It's so good. And Jesse Eisenberg. And it's fucking hilarious. I do think it's definitely that worth a rental. There's one character in there is that, that was just like, why would you make this character so absolutely useless? Oh, Zoe Deutsch? Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking hilarious. It, but, like, she's cool, and it would have been funny Comedic if she... Relief. Yeah, I just think it would have been a little bit better if she was also really, really good at killing zombies. Uh, I mean, they could have done... she's just like, I've been living in a fridge at a mall! The movie is a lot more, like, Let's have of, sex! Yeah. That really is her character. There's a few... Uh, there's the, the movie doesn't necessarily have... It kind of meanders a little bit, where they're just like, oh, this is happening here, and this is happening here, and then it gets kind of to the main story. But it, it's still super fun. Because yeah. it's basically... Like, I mean, it's, it's very much... Uh, uh, self-aware like at one point he's reading a Walking Dead comic book and he's like huh that's really scary not realistic though because like in their world like the humans aren't that dangerous Every- everything's a little bit kind of crazy and fun and kooky kooky yeah mm. kooky is a great word mm, for yeah. it mm. um, but I, I, I liked it I, I recommend it I think it's really fun I just think if they had made a small change to her character the movie would have been arguably as good as the first one hmm. but like because of that it's just not it doesn't hit as hard Jojo um, the only thing I've watched is I watched Ronnie Chang's uh, comedy, comedy special. special. How was it? 
I thought it was funny. Yeah. I don't watch a ton of comedy specials, so I don't know that I can like rank it or like compare it to anything. But I really liked him in Crazy Rotations and stuff like that. And so I was like, yeah, I'll give this a shot to like kind of have on the background as I was cooking and stuff like that. I think it's funny. I saw um, Alana Glazier's mm-hmm. stand-up special. She's the one of the Broad City Girls, mm. and it's on uh, Amazon Prime. It was absolutely horrible. Oh no! Yeah, it was. It was like a perfect example of like, oh, you don't have a special. You're just up there talking. Yeah, great. Speaking cool. of horrible things that we watched, I watched Ma on HBO. Not worth watching. Don't it's watch Ma. a lot. It, but it's just like feel like it's. Very, it's a weird it's, story it's like for empty, sure. Where it's like, what? Why? What is the? Okay, you're getting revenge, but like, you're just a crazy person. Well, the. You're getting revenge on the wrong people. Also, which like I get builds into like a bigger story. Yeah, like, but, but like also like this is unrealistic. No way people would be like I'm down to hang out, especially after after what happens in the first like five yeah. minutes of them hanging out. Like if so someone crazy. pulls a gun, it's like I'm never gonna be here again. See you guys later. But uh, if you're also in like the middle of nowhere, it's like that's maybe not the weirdest thing you've ever seen. I guess. I, I guess. Before well, then also I, I forces someone to strip fully nude before being like, oh, the gun's fake. Like yeah. I, I'm not gonna go hang out there ever again. I would never hang out. There I have one more movie. I want to but talk real about. quick, just I just want to say because like, I don't want to just always shit on stand-up specials because there mm-hmm. are some good ones. Taylor Tomlinson, uh, she won uh, like last comic standing or whatever a couple years back. Twenty-five uh, year old white girl. A lot of jokes are just about being a twenty-five year old white girl, but <laughs> it, it. I was like, oh, this is pretty funny throughout. Like the entire hour, I was kind of laughing. It wasn't the best thing I've ever seen, but like it, I was. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, next time you do a special, I'm going to watch it. So mm-hmm. that's on Netflix. In the last movie, I don't know if you've talked about this in the last week that I was gone, but Horse Girl. Oh, yeah. I was like so mad that you weren't here last week to talk about it. <sighs> Horse Girl's fucking weird. It's so weird. But like the kind of weird that like I think you should watch. Yeah. It like pays off at the end where it's like yeah. satisfying in a, in a very, very weird, unique way. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of Johnny Dark, uh, Donnie Darko. Oh, I, know, I get yeah. that. Yeah. Vibe. But. I actually like it m- way more than I like Donnie Darko, just because the ending of Donnie Darko always pisses me off. Yeah. Kev, yeah. Yeah. what's uh, the little Patreon questions? Uh, well, really quick, before we do that, I'm going to tell you guys what is out on streaming platforms. Uh, right now on Netflix, we've got Goodfellas uh, and a lot more stuff. So I, I, you guys should Google it and see what is on out in your regions, because there is a lot of good stuff coming out on Netflix right now. Uh, Amazon Prime, there's a movie called The Cooler, which I wish Nick was here to talk about, because I'm sure he's seen it. It's it's a the weird, cooler. interesting movie. It's like an indie movie about this guy who uh, is hired from by casinos to like oh, go William and just, H. Macy. Yep, go walk around <clears throat> and like he's essentially bad luck. So if someone's winning really hard. He will go and stand by them. That's and so funny. Alec Baldwin? Yeah. He's, I think he's like the guy that runs the casino. Yeah. But like he, he's like super depressed and wants to leave and quit. Mm-hmm. And he kind of um, – the casino arranges like a woman to like kind of trick him into being like in a relationship with him, mm-hmm. which makes him happy. And that kind of – his weird powers now are kind of flipped. Oh. So now when he's happy, people are winning. So it's it's – Interesting. It's an interesting movie that I, I haven't seen in a long time, but I remember enjoying. On Hulu, we have Up in the Air. Oh, that's I don't know if you guys have ever watched that. No, George I never Clooney, did. Clooney, Anna, like Anna Kendrick. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Um, and then out in movie theaters near you, we have Onward, The Way Back with uh, one Janina Kamak, our, our friend. I want to go see it really bad. Yeah, I really want to go see it. Actually, this next movie I also really, really want to go see. Emma is out. Oh, yeah. That looks really we good. We should go to movies next week. We should. Um... 
Last week, did we ask them for topics? Because it didn't seem like we did. We asked them for like Marvel topics. Mm, yeah. They did not write about that. But um, Colton Nestler says, why do you think Bob Iger stepped down with less than a year left in his role as CEO? You can't say uh, he led Disney astray with over, uh, year over year market gains. I, I don't know. I mean, this is one of those ones I, yeah. I looked into a bit. I it, it definitely could be a Me Too situation, or it could just be you know just the way things have been working out. There's been a lot of changes, obviously, with Disney in the last yeah. year, and he has been planning to leave. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that it was just like, oh, hey, things are going that really he needs smoothly. To do. Yeah, yeah, it's like we're we're good. It's better to move on sooner than later yeah. in order to like. Get things moving. It just seems interesting whenever these things happen, and like there's not a lot of dialogue of why they happen. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, but that's hey, the I'm thing retiring. with this, where it's like, or I'm, how I'm much, done with this. We already knew he was leaving. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. how much more do they need to say? They've already said stuff before. Sure. Sure. So it happening early. It's like it was always within the next year. It was never like at the end of the year. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he was supposed to. I, I read up a, a bit about it too. Like where he was supposed to leave actually a couple of years ago. And then they extended his time because of the Fox uh, takeover. Merger, yeah. yeah. So I think um, there's some thoughts about like since that's kind of over and dealt with. Like he hasn't fully left. Like he's still going to be like a board person or some something or another for like the next year and a half. But yeah, his uh, current role, he's like leaving in the next couple months or whatever. So uh, for next week at the ton, uh, the bronze topic. Um, let me get your thoughts. On The Outsider, which is the main topic for next week's screencast. Uh, the Outsider ends this Sunday, and we're going to sit together and discuss just our overall thoughts and spoilers on uh, on The Outsider. So give me your tweet size. Remember, tweet size. Don't make them too long on The Outsider on the bronze topic for next week. And until next week, thank you very much for joining us. We will see you at the movies. Go watch Onward.